Hi, Adrian. Hi, Chris. This is Adrian calling here. How are you, mate? Hey, really good, man. Yeah, hey, thanks for the call, man. Yeah, thanks for being on the show and, and your email to say, yeah, it's really great. To, I'm really happy that you connected uh, with us. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah. No, no trouble at all, no trouble at all. Been a been a, yeah. a, uh, a very avid fan of uh, pr- pretty much listened to all the available episodes now and, uh, awesome. and just really... Re- Really enjoyed the content and and, uh, and shared it with a lot of friends and got a lot of uh, value out of it. So um, yeah, I, I, I'm stoked to be on. That's great, man. You know, I, I just put Jerry on too. Jerry's here. Hi, Adrian. Jerry, how are you? Yeah. Hi, Jerry. Hi, how are you? Very good. Yeah. It's good to hear a good old Aussie accent again. It's, it does. I love it, man. I love it. I love it. It's awesome. We can well, talk every night. Is I, that okay? We can talk every night I, if you want. You know? Yeah, we can. yeah, yeah. No sweat. I, yeah. I haven't heard any uh, Aussies yet. I've heard uh, New Zealanders um, being interviewed, but uh, I haven't any right. English, but uh, not too, not uh, any Aussies. Yeah, no. We have, who is Karen Hardy? Who is Karen? Oh, Jerry, oh, oh, who is oh, oh, oh we. Hardy? You know, we have had two. Two Australian guests. Yeah. One of them, yeah. Okay. Lynn. Lynn did Australia Adventure and the normal Australia trip. And yeah. uh, Karen did Adventure New Zealand, yeah. although she's Aussie. And um, yeah. okay. yeah. I think she's from I think she's from Melbourne. But and and she also okay. did the normal okay. New Zealand. So we've had two Aussies, but not in a long time. Not in a long. Oh, this was ten years ago, years. maybe ten ten yeah. years. Yeah. Fifteen was, years ago. Yeah. Yeah, Long with uh, Lynn, she was one of our very mm-hmm. first guests. She was. Oh, wow. Awesome. Yeah. yeah really, uh, and Karen, too. I, I think Karen was the first month or two, maybe, when we started the show. Yeah. Yeah, uh, very, yeah. Uh, so it's okay. been a while. Yeah. It's been a while between drinks. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Now, Adrian, we want to make great positive. Your name is Adrian Chrome. Is that correct? Chrome, yep. Yes, like the metal book without um, the H. Okay. All right. Cool. And uh, well, yeah, so really, I'm now. just. I mean, I guess my story is that I, I'm, uh, you know, I'm just for I'm just your, your Joe average in the sense that I'm I don't run a travel company. You know, I'm a I work in the right. IT industry, right. um, and so I, oh, I travel for work. But I guess oh, where I was coming from is that I, I'm just a. a you know, uh, an average punter, uh, Joe, Joe Citizen, who could be one of uh-huh. your audience members, um, who I guess is in awe of the amount of uh, travel that someone like uh, Gerald has done, like just heaps and heaps. But uh, I just oh, wanted I to kind of level the pl- level the playing fields and say, you know, and and say that the topic would be, you know, what I've learned from, from traveling, uh, because it won't be all the technical things like Gerald talks about, like, you know, I mean, he can give the example of, like, um, safari operators from Namibia to Kenya to South Africa and what's the differences. But I think there's general right. themes that we as humans can, can all learn uh, and benefit mm-hmm. from. And um, and that's why I sort of yeah. wanted to stay out of Gerald's expertise, which, you know, he can he can run with that. Uh, and just general, general themes. Like, yeah. Yeah. That, that you're here and about suggesting the topic, what we can learn from traveling. Because yeah. it mm. is, yeah. I mean, That's huge. I guess, That's huge. no, I was thrilled to death when we got your, well, for many reasons, your first 
second yeah. email. Because, yeah. you know, when you, I've been traveling by myself, well, by myself and with myself for over 55 mm-hmm. years. And yes. after you've been traveling that extensively, you you forget the basics as far as why you travel. Yeah. You learn mm. traveling. Because you take it for good. granted, maybe a little bit. You yeah. take it for granted at one point. Yeah. But, yeah. You just yeah. Um, you've already learned, and it becomes you. And so it's, I, I'm thrilled, and I'm glad you're uh, coming in as um, I don't want to say outsider, but somebody that mm. is a real person. That person. Yeah. Right. Yes. And, right. Um, right. Yep. Adrian. Fantastic. No worries. Yeah. I'm just super yeah. happy to be cool. here. So I'll take it. <laughs> <No. laughs> it's great to hear a, a fan, man. I'm really happy. We've been doing yeah. this since like '97, Adrian. You believe it? Like we're we're, we're one of the amazing. first podcasters, man. I know, I know, man. And we're one of the first. No one was doing this back then. You know, back in '96 or '9. Right, Jerry? We're one of the well. We, we, and the weird yeah. thing about it, most of our guests at the beginning. We told them yeah. we were going to do a podcast, and none of them had ever heard of it. Right. They had yeah, no idea what in the world it was. It was like, was. what's a podcast? Yeah, Jerry, yeah, Jerry had to convince them. Jerry talked to him, and, and uh, I didn't even know what it was either. You know, I, I went to Los Angeles for, like, a big conference, like a podcast conference, and, uh, like, the first year we started, and, and I was overwhelmed, man. People were like, Speaking a different language than I, I speak, you know, like there, it was podcast <laughs> language, you know. I was like, I was like, what? We're just talking about travel, you know what I mean? And but they, they it was an, it was awesome, you know. Like, but but uh, you know, but yeah, I mean, but you know, and 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 Adrian too, man. Australia is like our fourth or fifth, fifth biggest uh, uh, country in the world where we get we get a lot of listeners in Australia. I can see where where we. Uh, have listeners, you know, around the world, and we, we had over 180 countries, I think, right, Jerry? I think, uh, yeah, um, We're about over a thousand. Yeah, that, that have listened to the show. I don't think many shows have that broad of a uh, of an audience like that, a worldwide audience. You know, yeah, it breaks Maybe down had barriers. From Togo, <laughs> Togo, right? Togo in Africa. Yeah. yeah, like little obscure countries that I never, I mean, I I heard of, but I. I was like, wow, someone's listening, like in Nepal, uh, on top of Mount Everest or something. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. That's fantastic. Lots of places I know. in Russia. It's just, Russia. Russia was Yeah, big. it's been yeah. very intriguing. Yeah. And we get yeah. um, emails from people all over the world, but yeah. none have been as interesting as yours. Yeah, as far as yeah. Details, well, they just yeah. say, you know, I really enjoyed the show, and someone will ask a question about a destination they want to go back. It's None have been as specific as yours, and that's yeah. one reason that we yeah. were intrigued about talking with you and having you as a guest. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fantastic. Well, I just, like, you know, I mean, as yeah. I said, um, I, I, yeah. I sort of, during the holiday period, so, you know, the, the uh-huh. Christmas to nice. New Year sort of period, um, I went about, and um, just to let you guys know, so if you search your show on a podcast player, the the... the the um the earliest episode that I can find is the Surfing Travel Advice episode, and that's from the seventh of April two thousand fourteen. So I went back and I I originally found the, the show because I was researching um, Turkmenistan, uh, and I wanted to listen oh, to nice. different really? things. Okay. And then I uh, then I heard um, Gerald talking about it, and then he got me interested, like because I hadn't thought about um, 
because he was such a fan of Uzbekistan. And then I really, I kind of, you know, just gelled with with the details in which you guys were talking. And so I went, I made up my mind, I've got to just listen to the whole library of this. And I, you know, I've just been going through the entire, the entire stack. That's great. <laughs> yeah, that's great. What- what, 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 do, you, do you remember any favorite shows that you like the best? Or oh, did you have look, any I've got heaps or, of notes. Yeah. yeah, I've got heaps of notes, and I'm going to bring up stuff during this conversation using examples oh, okay. which you guys use, and cool. so it will jolt cool. your memories. Like, Chris, for instance, there was one, I mean, look, just to sort of uh, give you a, um, uh, you know, forewarn you, what, one of the topics, yeah. that, um, what, what, one of the lessons that... Uh, um, that I've learned from traveling is always put yourself in the path of opportunity. Now, there was a, yeah. um, there was an episode where you talked specifically, and I forget whether it's in the UK or Ireland, but you saw some gentleman in the distance, uh, wearing like a cowboy hat or something like that. And, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And you struck yeah. up a great friendship yeah. with him, you said, like on the, on the podcast. And so that's a, that's a sort of example that I that's always awesome. look to, like, you know, any of the listeners in the show can relate to something like that, right? You know, where yeah, you yeah, just make yeah. that initiation and and start that conversation, and and who knows what happens next? You know, I know that, that that's great. That was Lee, man. Lee, uh, he he lived to like ninety five or so, and he traveled. Wow. He went to Australia a lot. He was an American guy, yeah, and he. He traveled in his 80s, man, his late 80s, not early 90s, all around the world. Yeah, like by himself. Like he was, he, he was such That's a, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like my travel yogi guy, you know, or Yoda <laughs> or something. <laughs> yeah. So giving yeah, examples That's like great. that will jolt your memory from earlier podcasts that you guys may have forgotten, right? Like, and so that way, yeah, that that's great. Your, your audience can, um, can appreciate it, uh, and they can relate to it because that's not something that's technical. I mean, that's not like, you know, um, uh, that's not like something like you're talking about the ins and outs of what visas you might need in a particular country and how the airports might work and all that. I mean, right, you, right, you need to understand right. that, but this is kind of like a level playing field where we're all kind of able to say, um, you know, something which was benefits everyone. Yeah, that's great. You know, that's why we're thrilled to death to have this as a topic, because we have never, um, what's the word, purposely or mm-hmm. discussed ever having a specific topic like this. We right. sort mm-hmm. of, as you mm-hmm. mentioned, include this every now and then, but you're right, we yep. need a topic on why you travel and what you learn from it. Yeah. yeah. And this yeah. is a perfect, perfect one to do it. Yeah. Great, well, great. Well, well, Adrian, do you want? Yes. Um, do you want to uh, start out with one or two things that you and like uh, have learned from your travels, and then we'll just sort of blend in and out with different ideas? Absolutely, that would be great. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Absolutely. If we bounce off one another, I'll you know I might yes. see back some of your your earlier podcast episodes, and then if you can see, you know paint in the painting the picture like you did there with, with Lee, Chris. I mean, that's and, and yeah, give an example cool. just to refresh your, your, your listeners, you know, oh, what happened uh-huh. in that particular adventure? Um, and, and, you know, I never knew all the backstory that he went on to, to travel like that. Like, that's interesting, you know, and I'm sure other right. listeners would find that right. interesting. For sure. 
For sure, man. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess the, the first... Yes. No, go ahead. I was going to say, well, I guess the first thing that I've learned from traveling and really is a, is a part of this show is do your reconnaissance. Uh, I think that's the, the first mm. thing that I would uh, take, mm-hmm. take away. Yeah. I would encourage the audience to read a book about a place that they're going to travel to or watch a documentary or uh, listen to a yeah. um, podcast or, you know, better yet, hit up Gerald. Right. Um, you know, yeah. you've got to think <laughs> that no one has yeah. a monopoly on all the good ideas. So um, right. seek out a, a wise right. counsel. And, um, you know, the Chinese like to say that wisdom begins at 60 and, and Gerald's north of that. So he's got a lot of wisdom to, to offer us. And, you know, <laughs> totally. I like to say... Way north. Say wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I like to say, you know, follow the Boy Scouts. You know, the Boy Scouts motto is "Be prepared." Um, so yeah. If you be, totally. you know, if you be prepared to when you go to travel, you know, that way you can make make use of, you know, um, your travels really are affected about where you're going to stay and what time of year you go. Um, these will make a huge impact on your experience, and and you know, with such a wide variety of listeners in the audience, you know, some may be at the earlier stage in their lives where they're just backpackers, so they want to, um, what time of year and where they land, you know, will affect little yeah. jobs that they um, earn uh, earn some pocket money along the, the travels. But another set of audience, you know, um, maybe they're travelling to Rwanda uh, and they want to see the gorillas or, and the naming festival, um, which mm-hmm. you talked about in one of your episodes. Gerald, like, that's, you know, listening to a podcast like um, this, You'll learn that information. When's the best time to go? So I think that's really important. Do your reconnaissance. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and one thing that I have firmly, well, I learned decades ago, is that Mm -hmm. the world um, is the great, traveling the world is the greatest educator that you can possibly have. You learn more um, in 10 minutes in a foreign country that you've not been to than you would in studying about it for a year. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I remember Absolutely. Um, the first time, uh, first time I went to France, um, I'd had one year of French, and um, it had been... Uh, it was interesting that I loved French, but I'd get over there, and my crud, I discovered I couldn't understand what they said. Yeah, so I'd right. learned mm-hmm. more French in one day than yeah. I did in one year. Of course, I already knew the basics, but it's amazing mm-hmm. how much you learn about the people, the language, the culture, and um, and how, as, as you get involved with them, as you were mentioning about mm-hmm. me, that um, you become a better person. You actually Absolutely. realize that the people in the world are exactly the same. We all have the right goals and aspirations. And Absolutely. we all have little different personalities, and you can learn so and backgrounds, and, and it's so fascinating to learn their culture and, and how they yeah. perceive life. And one thing right. that um, the friend that I travel with uh, quite a bit since my wife died, um, he had never traveled much before he started with me, and he made a comment. Um, we were watching a a, a newscast. Uh, over here in America, and talking about one of the countries we had just been to like four or five months before. And he said, we've been there. And it was talking about how horrible the people were, and, um, you know, how dangerous and all that. 
He said, my heavens, we're, like, we were walking around that place at 2 o'clock in the morning. First, first <laughs> day. And, it was so, yeah. Was, and he said, the media, you know, the, the, media. the wonderful people. And uh, yeah. I've been to Iran six times, and he's Iranian. And, I mean, we walked in the streets at 1 o'clock in the morning in Tehran. And Americans think you're going to be killed if you go to Iran. It's fabulous. <laughs> Right. I, I couldn't agree with you more, Gerald. Like that, that was another point that I was going to say that I've learned from my travels, and that is peel right. off the labels. You, yeah. you're, you're someone that educated me to the world of Iran. I didn't even know. On one of your episodes, you, um, I think Chris, you even raised the point. Going to Iran and uh-huh. skiing. You know, I, I oh yeah, I want to go. I yeah, want to go and ski. Yeah. I, I went and researched that. You know, Gerald, I remember you also talking about like going to. Um, uh, Russia and, you know, during the 80s, uh, and earlier, and, and then, um, you traveled to, to China and you're saying that you're one of the earliest. I mean, you know, all the stereotypes that you have about communism and life under communism, the Cold War, mm-hmm. you know, you just realize yeah. exactly like you said, these people, mm-hmm. you know, we we've all got our, uh, hopes and aspirations and, and the overwhelming majority of us are striving to make the world a better place. You know, we're doing it for ourselves. Yeah, that's ourselves, true. Like, you know, yeah. 98%, 99% of the people, yeah, totally. Um, yeah. Correct. And another Correct. thing I think is fabulous so about travel. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, yeah. Uh, Adrian. Yeah. Oh, and sometimes also you've got to remember, yeah, that, that sometimes the labels might be outdated. I mean, you know, yeah. I, I think you gave an example once as well, um, Gerald, with, with Chad. Like, uh, or look at Rwanda from yeah, the nineties. Yeah. Like, you know, mm-hmm. th- these places which, you know, may have once had the label of being unsafe and etc. They're completely, mm-hmm. they're they're welcoming to tourists. They're they're opening their arms in very receptive ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, uh, and, and Jerry, Jerry, Jerry loves Jerry. Don't you love going to those kind of places? Though? That's your favorite. Oh, you know. Well, the I'm the happiest when I yeah. go to countries that everybody says you're going to be killed. <laughs> and oh, they love revolutions yeah. and they're having yeah. all these that is being shot. Yeah. And I said, oh, let me go. I want to go right now. <laughs> and I had fine. Now, yes, I have been shot at by, with machine guns and I have had um, things happen. But that is so rare and it's not the whole country. Right. Not, the yeah. whole not country. everybody in the 60 million people in on the country. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, there's, like in Chad, um, you mentioned Chad. Um, when we were there uh, several years ago, uh, Simak, my friend and I, everyone said you're going to be killed. They're having a revolution. Two million people have already been killed there, and they're being killing them every day. And we said, oh, let's go. And so as a result, yes, when we went out into the deserts and we went up to Lake Chad, about every five miles they did have military checkpoints. They checked our um, documents and our guide uh, gave him some money, and off we went through. But we, we were safer in Chad than we were in downtown Ogden, where I live, and downtown Salt Lake, where Chris lives, at 2 o'clock in the morning. We wouldn't go downtown at that time for nothing, would you, Chris? No, 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 it's scary, yeah. It's, scary. I mean, yeah. it's like zombie land, you know, yeah, I know. So, That's uh, you know, amazing. it's amazing. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And uh, I am yeah, not saying that. that everybody should go, go running off to uh, like Chad when they're having a civil war and just running around mm-hmm. by yourself because you can get into trouble uh, unless you yeah. really uh, pay attention. 
But if you are careful in certain situations, mm. like in Chad, we were walking the streets of Benjamina at 1 o'clock in the morning bar hopping and um, by ourselves. And it's perfectly That's safe. fantastic. So, yeah, mm. and we were in Tehran uh, walking around at 1 o'clock in the morning uh, going down one of these streets, which is a, a pedestrian-only street. My heavens! Wild and people, hundreds of people walking the street, having parties and and carrying on and laughing and joking, and um, it's, just, it's like three blocks long, and it's this one little street, and um, nothing but bars and restaurants, and and you never know that that's in Tehran, and people are having a wonderful mm. time. So, I but that but that, that sort of leads into it gets you outside of your comfort zone. It makes yeah. you realize there's another world out there, something other than what you're used to. And it just makes you a better mm. person, more complete, full person. And you start to realize yeah. how fantastic. Yeah, One of my very, very good friends... Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, no, 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 Jerry. Yeah, sorry. Oh, well, one of my very, very good friends returned the end of November from 29 days touring Iran. An American with a very small group, like 12, 13 people, uh, spent 29 days going over probably 70% of Iran, mainly by road. And um, and everyone said, don't go, you're going to be killed. And um, she came back and said, you know, Gerald, you're right. It's in the top five best countries I've ever been to. And she's probably been to 130 countries. She says, magnificent, isn't it? People are fabulous. And everything, and she never felt unsafe. She never felt anything. Uh, like she made a mistake to go there. And so it just puts you out of your comfort zone. And so now when she and I see these, you know, riots and whatever they're doing in Iran, we know that that is an extreme. Yes, they do have serious political problems there, very serious. And I'm not making light of it at all. But we do know that the people are fabulous, wonderful, friendly, very serviceable. They'd give the shirt off your, their back if they if you needed it. Mm. That's how wonderful these people are. And I, I think that that's what is a reoccurring theme uh, that we learn from travel is news does focus on the extremes. That's why it's in the news, you know. Uh, right. We only right. have to look here in Australia recently, um, you know, all this comment around bushfires. Now, yes, right. the bushfires have been absolutely problematic, but what... The, the rest of the world probably didn't also hear is that, you know, just recently Sydney is uh, pretty much being flooded with rain, you know. Uh, so, you know, <laughs> no, we haven't heard sort of, that over here. Yeah, so now nature um, balances itself out. Um, so, right. yes, it oscillates from one extreme to another. So things always need to be, uh, you need to look at things in, in, in a broader context and, and just understand that, uh, you know, what is the motivation of the news to report these particular items? You know, um, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I, I always just sort of bear that in mind. Well, but Jared, I mean, <coughs> yeah, sorry, go ahead. Oh, you're right. Oh no, I was just going to say, um, many people have a fear of getting lost in a foreign country. I think that's fabulous. I think it's a wonderful, uh, and take advantage of getting lost. I mean, it's very easy, particularly in some of the, um, if you're by yourself. In some places, you shouldn't do it by yourself, but uh, most places you can. 
um, and you sort of get lost. I mean, have you ever been in a souk or one of these Arab markets? I mean, you're trying to find your way mm. out of there if they're large ones. can be exciting. Mm. And um, Or even one time um, my father, mother, my sister, and I were in um, um, Asuncion, Paraguay. And um, we just thought, let's take a city bus. We got on that city bus and went to the end, and it happened to be it ended at the Argentine border. And um, so we just went across the border and spent about five hours in that town and walked back across and went back to our hotel in Asuncion. So, I mean, it's, we had no idea where it was going, and uh, it, it's still a highlight. Um, my, um, my sister's writing her life story at my persistence, and she even put that <laughs> in there as part of her story <laughs> of, um, of just taking, taking, I don't want to say take a risk, but take a calculated mm. risk. That, um, yeah. Just may, it gives you experience. And talking to the people on the bus, um, my mother and dad and my sister both speak fluent Spanish, and I understand it well. I don't speak it too well. Mm. And uh, we talked to the people on the bus at a fabulous time. Would you say, uh, from your observation, uh, Chris and Gerald, is that, um, that things are never as bad as they seem when you travel, and it, but they're also never as good. They just are, you know? And that's one thing. Like, you could be traveling and, you know, you lose your luggage or you may be on safari <laughs> and the weather turns absolutely horrendous. <laughs> Okay, but yeah. you know, yeah. there's always you always look back and you laugh and you enjoy things. I remember, um, Gerald, uh, you were giving uh, an example in uh, one of the adventure uh, podcasts which you did, um, talking uh-huh. about your, your your former wife and um, how you would get her out of her comfort zone and push her on some of these adventure trips, and she would complain yeah. and complain and complain, but she'd tell her friends that you know she's secretly enjoyed it, you know, and and so uh, it's, it's, right. it's there's always something to, 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 to push ourselves and, 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 and get better towards. Uh, yeah, and you have to, and, and the, yeah, you, I'm amazed that you remember that story. Uh, numerous times, <laughs> um, my wife felt, um, well, I felt she should go to the destination, so I really forced her to go, I mean, kicking and screaming and complaining right. bitterly the whole time. And as you said, we yeah. get back, and I hear from our friend, her, our friends. Oh, she had a fabulous trip. But would she tell me that? Never. Right. <laughs> you got to hold your dignity. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. That's it. Yeah. But my, yeah. I was talking to my sister, writing her life story, and she and her husband were in Switzerland in September, this last September, mm-hmm. and um, they were in Switzerland five days. I think it's five. And do you know they never saw the top of the Alps? It was so cloudy the whole five days they were there. And I said, wow. Barbara, you should have gotten smart. You know, I bet I'd been to mm-hmm. Switzerland. I've been there probably 70 times. And I bet I'd been there mm. 10 times, and I never saw the top of the Alps. Uh, it's beautiful most mm. of the year, but I just happened to hit it when it's cloudy for a few days. And so uh, one time mm. I went out to Zurich Airport. I got on Swiss Air, and I flew to Geneva, Switzerland, and I saw the tops of the Alps above the clouds <laughs> from the plane. <laughs> right over there. And I said, oh, you man. should have. But that's because you, you love flying as well, Joe. <laughs> well, I yeah. do love flying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, flying and me are two of a kind, I tell you. But yeah. you, one thing, I'm... yeah. Sorry, keep going. No, you. No. I was just saying, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Oh, well, one thing I'm curious um, 
over your years of the experience is that, and I was speaking to my father about this, uh, because he was sent to Indonesia, uh, to Jakarta specifically, mm. um, in the early oh, 60s no. to, to set up a business. Oh, cool. Um, and he talk, oh, no. talked uh, yeah. about um, Bali as well. Uh, and he talked oh, about no. how in the early 60s there was only three resorts in Bali. And so that's my... Talk, wow. wow. Talking with him, places change and we change. So what you may have liked and you've given that example of, you know, in your 20s, you'd, you'd, you'd go backpacking around the world and you could do it on a dime, right? But as you've mm-hmm. gotten older, it's increasingly, the stars have increased. So now it's no less than four, four or five, right? Um, but, you know, what, 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 what we once liked or a particular destination or a particular activity may no longer be to our taste. And so that affects how we travel as well. Yeah, but, but see, that's why I, and people say, why do you keep going back to these places you don't like as much? And I mm. said, because they change, and I change. Mm. And that's why mm. I've been to China, uh, I got back last year for my 34th time to China. And wow. I was in Russia Far East in July, was it July? No, it was October. Uh, it was sometime last, September, October, something. Mm. And uh, that was my 29th mm. time to Russia. Wow. And, um, because I went to areas that I had never been to. Um, I've been to the region, but not that we didn't do the things that I had ever done there. And mm-hmm. I, I was just stunned this time. I was stunned on Russia Far East and the um, Siberia, the Arctic Siberia, how the food is phenomenal. Phenomenal. Mm. I, I could not believe mm. it. I kept commenting to the um, our guide. Yeah. I said, you know what? Fifty years ago, you couldn't eat the Russian food without gagging. And now <laughs> it's, it's as good as Paris. Uh-huh. It's as good as the world-famous cuisine cities. And, and it's as good as Melbourne and Sydney. Food is yeah. wonderful. I even had a, yeah. um, oh, I'm going to lie here. No, it's called a pavlova. You know pavlovas? Yes. No, yeah, 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 absolutely. Well, I had a pavlova in Russia Far East, in Kamchatka. Wow. A pavlova. Huh. And it was That's amazing. Fabulous. That's amazing. It, it was very, very crunchy, and, oh, the food inside was marvelous. It was absolutely phenomenal. Wow. That's in Russia Far East. There's a lot of people. Whoever heard of that place? And that was in the first yeah. pavlovas I've ever put in my mouth. Do you think, uh, and I I was going to say the world is becoming a more homogenized place. Is that something that you think that you've observed over the years? Like if you think about it, American culture definitely spreads around the world. Like one one comment which I'll make tongue-in-cheek is that um, one thing I've learned from my travels is definitely there's too many people wearing New York Yankee caps uh, from you know, around yeah, the world, who have, and they couldn't even name you three players from the Yankees, right? Um, no, and, and I not say at that all, tongue, che- tongue yeah. in cheek. And so when Americans come to Australia, well, don't they go, oh, cheek. it's a fact. Yeah. A fact. yeah, I know. I mean, you yeah, can go yeah. to the rural areas of Bhutan, and they're wearing T-shirts from American teams and American slogans. And I saw we yeah. were, where were we last year? Yeah, we were somewhere. Nobody has ever heard practically, and uh, this little boy was wearing "I Love New York" T-shirts. 
Yeah. The place that you can yeah. where New York was, I'm sure. But it, yeah, it's yeah. it's it's getting um, it's getting harder to yeah. get away from America. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And I'm saying America versus even Western Europe. Yeah. When, when I traveled, yeah, Jerry. Yeah. When I traveled around England and Western Europe, like in the late '90s or so, if I heard American accent, I would run away really quick because I, I know I it. Really didn't want to. Hey, now I start speaking American. French if they said something. I, I, know. <laughs> I don't speak English. Kind of, yeah, I know. I, so I, I wanted to get myself immersed into the culture, you know what I mean? Because, uh, uh, but I did meet a lot of Americans, and I, I, I helped them out, or yeah, like Lee and, and different people like that. And and and, mm. but I, I, I'm exaggerating a bit. I, but but yeah, it, it's uh, when you travel, yeah, to get away from your culture, it, it's especially America. Mm. I think is with the Hollywood and movies and mm-hmm. culture, uh, sports and all that. Yeah, it gets. It gets pretty crazy, um, yeah. Well, about Absolutely. 30 years ago, uh, I, um, I was freezing to death in Paris. It's in October, and it's cloudy overhead, cast, right. a little windy and kind of drizzly. And I just said, I'm sick of this. So I went out to the airport. I went to Air France, and I said, where is the closest hot place that I can go to that has a plane going real soon that I don't need a visa? And they sent me to um, Mauritania. The Nuwak shot. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so yes. as a result, I got there. And so we had got off the plane, walked down the steps, walked into the terminal. And are you ready for this? They're playing Montevani's Summertime in Venice. <laughs> in Nuwak shot, Mauritania, at their airport over there. Oh, you know, their speaker man. system, their music, or their mm. inside the terminal. That's coming out. I about died. I love that. Wow. Um, mm. I love his version of Summertime in Venice. I about died. I said, get me back on that plane. Where am I? So, yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. the whole world is becoming. And that's why you've got to go to really um, to get the most from travel. You've Even mm. when my sister uh, went over, to, I told you about Switzerland. They went over to go mm. to where his grandparents lived in Germany. Uh, mm. And, well, great-great-grandparents. And lived in Germany and immigrated to America, and they wanted to go see where they were from. They went inside the mm. church of, in the town, the little town, and they met the preacher, minister, and um, he showed them their actual wedding marriage license and certificate. The actual mm. one in this book where they signed wow. the actual yeah. certificate. And um, so my brother-in-law took a picture. But you have to really, I don't want to say work at it, but you do have to really investigate mm. to get something unique, even out of Paris. Mm. Like we mentioned on a couple of shows, I think, about going touring the sewers of Paris. Oh, yeah, right, I mean, right. how many people know about the sewers of Paris? And nobody even knows you can do it. Well, people do it, lots of people. But most people you talk to have never heard of it. And so you can mm. heighten your trip, even to Paris, even to London. I mean, there are things mm. that you can go to that are unbelievably interesting and nobody even know it. And, um, I mean, mm. we were at the British Library. I believe it's a library, not the museum, but the library. And did you know we saw the handwritten score by Handel of the Messiah, his original Messiah that he wrote with it by his hands? Wow. And so if you go, wow. and um, 
and the real one that he wrote, you see Cross Out and all that, the real original that he wrote before they turned it into good music. I mean, you know, writing so people could read it and all that. And uh, so you can experience anywhere in the world fantastic things that um, mm. that people may not know about. It, but you got to do some research. But then when you go to That's... weird countries, my wife called 80th world countries. And her, <laughs> her philosophy was any country that did not have paper towels in every house was, was definitely not visible. You just don't go. And she called them mm. 80th world countries. And um, mm-hmm. I thought that that's the country I'm going to. And so as definitely. Uh, <laughs> and those sorts of countries, <laughs> the, the, uh, I've heard you mention this before, and this is really what uh, piques my interest. Was that uh, we talk about uh, Central Asia and West Africa as you know they're, they're the sort of countries and areas where you can find a lot of that still unchanged people still being true to their culture. Yes, I think I've mentioned on several shows, my favorite place in the world is West Africa. Mm, You can can literally die there, okay? Literally die in West Africa. If not malaria or revolution or something going on. And um, Mm. that's when I go. I think it's fabulous. But the culture and the experiences, it's really... um, 50, 80, 100 years behind much of the Western world in many parts of it. And um, mm. and the experiences you get um, are unlike any other in the world. I mean, just trying to stay alive from malaria um, is an exciting experience. But it, the music, you know, I like music. And when you're in West Africa, you start to realize in the different countries, the different rhythms, the different drums, when you're going into the country, um, to the bush. And, um, you know, that's where all of these um, Caribbean music and jazz and a lot of things got their start from West African music. And you can see the uh, mm. the foundation of it. That's great. Yeah. Listen to yeah. the locals. And so it just broadens your whole life, your whole perspective of, of living um, as you travel. And um, there's, I mean, something, I mean, you learn about yourself. You really mm. learn about yourself because it causes you to think about why you mm. are like you are, no matter what you're why like. You, yeah, why are you doing something the way you're doing it? Yeah. Yeah, and then you learn other ways of doing it, and it gives you a broader scope of options. And... Yeah, yeah, one thing that's for sure. Go ahead. I was going to say that it's through travel we learn what we value. You know, we learn what we like, what we don't like, what yeah. works, yeah. Uh, and what doesn't work. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and, and when I say what works, what doesn't work, I mean, that can be just like the bureaucracy of how a country functions, right? I mean, that's, you know, just the day-to-day right. navigating around a city. Like, it can be as simple as that. But what travel does for us and what we learn is that it confirms for us everything is comes down to more or less. And that, what I mean by more or less is that we learn that some places are more polluted, uh, more bureaucratic, more expensive, or more beautiful than we anticipated, so we either like them or we don't like them. Or some places are less crowded than we anticipated, or, you know, maybe there's less gorillas than we thought we were hoping for, etc. But, you know, mm-hmm. and, and we don't uh, like them or, or like them. But travel... 
is so beautiful because it allows us to compare and contrast things. We compare with home or we compare with other places that we've visited. Uh, and, and we can contrast things back through time. Like, um, you know, Jerry, you talk about, you know, the amount of times you've been to Russia over the years, okay? How, how things have changed over time. And so it is, it is the great educator. Um, one thing I, I would like to, to throw out to, to both, um, uh, you know, Chris and, and Jerry here is that, um, uh-huh. interesting just to read, read one in the conversation there. So we're, we're talking about the, the, the music in, in West Africa, but also, um, fighting off things like malaria and things like that. As you gentlemen have travelled around the world, if you think about it, I, one thing I like to do is, is take, take a simple score. I like to say, if I rate happiness on a scale of one to five, okay, mm-hmm. are the people that I mm-hmm. see in West Africa, you know, any lower on that scale than the people in New York City? You know, with you think about how evolved and Right. What we have in, in the, in the West. But, you know, what's the difference mm-hmm. between someone who's on four stars versus four and a half stars? You know, it's kind of, right. it's, it's interesting, right. like, looking at people and observing, like, how, how, I use air quotes to say little, some people can have to be so happy. And I, I think that's one of the, the, the very interesting things that you, you learn, um, when you travel. Yes. Well, you know, uh, in conjunction with that, I was in Lagos, Nigeria for my third time. I usually go to a place at least three times that I don't like um, okay. over a period of several years because you can go to any place and you may be coming down with a cold or you may be mm. tired and so you're biased or prejudiced. You know, you don't take advantage of everything. So you just say, oh, no, I don't like that place. And so I don't want to do that or you may have hit bad weather. There's something that may not give you the full benefit, so I will go back a different time of year, maybe three or four years later. When I was back to, and right. I hate Lagos, Nigeria, I don't recommend anyone ever set foot in that hole. But as a result, okay. I went back my third time, and um, I had a private driver and guide meet me at the airport. But I thought, I want to do something different. I want, I don't want a driver. So I said, is there a bus, local bus, that goes from here downtown? He said, yes, but it'll take you about an hour. And I said, I don't care. And um, so he gave me a bunch of money, and the mm-hmm. driving guide followed behind me. And they put me on this bus, an open bus, a really crowd of people hanging out, and all that is open. There's no sides of the buses. And um, I was in the back row facing forward, and the row in front of me faced, a, faced back toward me. There was a woman with three little kids. And um, she had the most magnificent raised tattoos I've ever seen. They were like almost wow. a S that started uh, oh. on her cheekbone, and it went toward her nose and then came down. It was absolutely beautiful. I mean, it must have hurt like mad on both sides, and they're identical. And she looked like mm-hmm. uh, Sophia Loren, stunningly beautiful. Oh, wow. Woman. I mean, stunningly beautiful mm-hmm. woman. I just stared at her as going around, and <laughs> this little, uh, they had a little bo- bunch of boys, I don't know, eight years old. They were hanging on the outside of the bus that they were hanging around, and they'd come out and say money in their language, and I didn't know what it was. So I just had out some coins, and they'd grab some money and left, and they, because they kept taking money. And because there's a long ride, I thought they would have to, you know, different zones. In some cities, you pay more money. If you're going to go oh, farther, yeah. you pay more money than you're going. And so I thought, well, they just I'm going through different zones. And in perfect 
English, King's English, perfect English. She, as a little boy, came by and she screamed uh, in her language, their language, was telling him, mm-hmm. Bita, and he left. And she said that perfect English, you have paid enough. And I said, thank you. Beautiful. And I was, I was stunned that this woman, poorer than a church mouse, I mean, mm-hmm. really poor, and um, spoke, number one, beautiful English, better than I spoke English, to be honest. I speak American, mm. which is horrible English. And <laughs> he spoke beautiful uh, Oxford, Cambridge English. Oh, wow. wow. And, um, wow. and so as a result, um, I was amazed that she was observant and was compassionate enough to tell me, you know, you paid enough. And uh, I mean, little things like that, you never forget. I was going north yeah. of uh, Khartoum one time. Uh, quite a few years ago, they were having a lot of people starving to death because of droughts and things in the, the Horn of Africa in that area. And um, they were all immigrating, migrating across the desert, going to other places. Thousands of people. And thousands were dying. And we went up there from Khartoum, mm. and it was really quite bad. I mean, you know, you really feel horrible getting in the Mercedes-Benz that's air-conditioned with a private driver and guide. And you're heading up, and because yeah. I wanted to see for myself. So I went up there, and we had a lunch pack by the hotel, a wonderful lunch. We come up to the um, an area with a lot of people just sitting there, starving to death. Here's a woman uh, breastfeeding a baby, and you could see her ribs. And the baby is so skinny. Yeah. Oh, I just almost cried. And uh, so I went back to the car, and I got the lunch and gave it to her. And uh, I know that yeah. it's not going to solve her problem, but at yeah. least it helped for a minute. And um, But you learn so many things that change your life. You realize the yeah. value of things. It, it's, travel is phenomenal. I love it. Um, I tell yeah. people, a lot of people will say, well, why don't you eat out more? Well, I do, since my wife got especially. Yeah. But they said, uh, let's go to movies and things. And I said, I don't want to see it on the screen. I want to live it. Yeah. Mm. I want to be there and right. live it. And um, I don't, experience. You know, I don't want to experience. watch a football yes. game or any of this stuff. I want to go climb the mountain. I want to go do it. And that way yeah. you become better. And um, I just, I said, I can eat on the plane, or on the cruise. So I won't eat yeah. here. But, <laughs> What's that old quote? Uh, yeah. uh, your, your life is a, is a book, so why not make it a bestseller? That's right. Oh, oh I have heard yeah. that, but it's wonderful. I love it. I love that. It's <laughs> it's so true. Nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it rem- reminds me of what you're saying as well uh, earlier, Jerry, about like you know you've got to uh, you've really got to experience things. There, there's another old quote which is a thousand travel books isn't worth one journey. And you're talking about earlier about Paris. You know, um, yeah. you, you really have to experience yeah. these things to, to to really appreciate the the moments. Um, but you look you back know, on I, it. And you, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh no no. Oh, you just say that. Um, you know, life becomes, you know, you look at travel and you think that, um, you know, essentially travel becomes about the people and the places. 
the people part is always about the relationships. You know, you you had a brief moment there with the lady on the bus, and and mm-hmm. um, and, and, and you observe that, and so you remember it. And the places part is all about the experiences you have, whether or not it's the eating, or you know, uh, you gave the example um, of going back, of flying down to Peru just to see the mummies. Um, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's your um, ex-wife it could be with the shopping, or it's the um, any sort of tours or sporting and adventure activities. Um, you know, if you're fortunate enough to, to travel to outer space, it's just about the sites because you can't do any of the other things. You know, you're just, you're just a passenger and doing things. <laughs> and, you know, right. everybody has, everyone said, don't you want to go to outer space? And I said, no, heavens, no. Uh, yeah. All you do is sit in that stupid spacecraft. And I said, I want Correct. to do and experience things. Yeah, it's just exactly. unbelievable. Uh, I mean, I can see it, you know, on the news or something, the picture of the Earth from outer space and say, okay, that's cute. Mm. But, I mean, what good is that? Oh, no, I'm glad we're doing it. We're learning so much. We have plastics which are destroying the world. But we have so many things we've learned from it. So I'm not knocking space travel. Mm. But don't put me on it. I never want to go on it because I want to mm. do things. I don't think setting to, you know, walking five feet on the moon, it's wonderful. I'm glad we did it. And it's fabulous. Mm. But I'm not going to do it. Because it's not enough action for me. Right. That, and and oh, that's right. One, that, one thing that I have been, and I think, um, Chris, and didn't we mention one time, on one, one, maybe even two of the shows, I can't remember positively, but about I never take a camera. Never take a camera. All and right. The reason I right. never do right. is, number one, as I travel the world, I see so many people. I mean, everybody. I don't mean so many. I mean, 99% of people, they're so busy looking for something to take a picture of that they don't yeah. have it and they don't experience it. You got and, it. You got it. And so like as a absolutely. Concert, too, I, concerts are like that now, too. Yeah. Correct. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. I think that there, if you, um, on YouTube, I remember seeing something. Uh, if you type in, uh, to get like something like, uh, Girls on phone at baseball, like this, this, um, there was a game in the US a couple of years ago where there was a bunch of, I don't know, they look like college girls and they're just on their phones the entire time and it's so much so that the commentators are making jokes. Like they're not even, you know, they're taking photos of themselves and all this kind of stuff and it's <laughs> right. <just> hilarious. <laughs> I'm no. looking at it right now. It, I pulled it up <laughs> yeah. on, on my computer again, and it, all these right. sorority girls, they're sorority girls, and they're all on their phone. Yeah, yeah that's hilarious. I know, yeah, man. Oh, it, it, I crack up. I, I, I crack up at that, too. I, I'm, I, I joked around with Jerry. I don't know if one of the China shows mm-hmm. that I, I went around and did a – it's like you pretend you take a picture in your mind, you know, you do a mm. camera. We were making, we were making fun of people in our group that were taking pictures everywhere of, of every, like every five minutes, right. Another mm-hmm. picture. And mm. we were coming up to them and give them like uh, a fake photo, but it was a meant, we called it the mental photo, you know, the mental mm-hmm. photo. Mm. And, and, and you can get so consumed with that. Yeah. When you travel, Aww. you just got to have that, have that experience, you know? And yeah. Well, the tragedy is, is when you get back home, I mean, everyone says, we want to see your pictures. Right. And then after about five minutes of looking at their pictures, they're bored out of their mind. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they don't want to get bored. I've done that before. I know. I know. And yeah. so I say, yeah. if I want to see, if I want to look at it, I go back and see it again. 
Yeah, yeah. Mm, that's when we said I want to see something again that see how it changed because pictures never show the the noise, the no. music, yes. the, the heat, smell, the heat to the cold, yeah. the heat. Yeah. yeah, it never shows any the of the taste. The feet. Yeah. yeah. The taste. Yeah. The taste of. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You never experience yeah. anything. I mean, yes, if your photograph is really fabulous, you can sort yeah. of get the idea that yeah. they're freezing to death. But you don't yeah. know how freezing to death you are unless you're there. Like the senses, you know. your senses. Yeah. 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 One yeah. thing that That's I can, one. one thing that I can say, and admittedly, uh-huh. I probably haven't done this enough when I've traveled, but I, I did go back and, and, and find some, some, um, uh, early diaries from, from when I traveled with family as a teenager. Awesome. And it's really interesting awesome. to observe great. your thoughts. Um, and yeah. Yeah. you, uh, if you, if you think, for instance, that this, uh, um, your perception of, uh, what a particular destination is going to be like beforehand and when you arrive and observe your thoughts, things can be completely different. Um, you know, using mm-hmm. Melbourne yeah. as an example now, I was, uh, you know, talking to, um, uh, a Chinese work colleague, and he was he was laughing at saying how many Chinese there are now in in, in Melbourne. Uh, and so right. your stereotype um, in the US might be you know bronze tanned um, you know surf lifesavers, um, but right. you might now come across it, it you know Melbourne is more like Singapore, um, whereas yeah, you know Perth, right. uh, yeah, yeah exactly right. And so like how do your thoughts um, before you travel and how do they change afterwards? That that is an interesting observation. So that, that, you is. Were mentioning, yeah, that is. You were mentioning mm-hmm. now. I you were mentioning about doing research before going, and I firmly believe that for everybody. I truly do, and I'm mm. going to say something that makes me a, a hypocrite and a liar. Okay. Mm. And, oh no! Uh, <laughs> that, it is and. And I don't recommend this to any of our listeners or to anybody on earth. Mm -hmm. But do you know what? I, well, I never go anywhere without a purpose. Never. I have never in my whole life gone anywhere without a reason to go. And it might be just to fly Mm -hmm. to Hong Kong to have a decent Chinese meal and fly back. Nobody goes to Hong Mm -hmm. Kong to have dinner and fly home. And um, Mm -hmm. I do. Because I don't care about Hong Kong at that trip. I may go to Hong Kong Mm -hmm. for some other reason. But what I'm saying is that mo- I I never research anything before I go. I, mm. uh, maybe I'll just hear one reason of going, and that's my base. And then mm. I'll stay four or five days, and then um, leave it mainly up to my guide and driver. In the old days, I used to just snoop around and find things. The reason I – and I don't recommend this to anybody because most people – would waste so much time and not seeing the things they need to see. But um, mm. because I want to be spontaneous and I want, um, we were, um, I mean, many times I have found myself in little villages or little places where they're having a special ceremony. And mm. it, it was, I could never have known about that ahead of time. But if I had had such a rigid itinerary of seeing right. that I had Fuck. researched, that right. I may not be willing to go out and listen to this or participate in a certain ceremony or 
a festival or something. So I am not one that do a lot of research. The only thing I worry about is the weather. I, uh, well, the I weather, yeah. And I know the weather, although it's changing drastically, you never know anymore. Uh, about yeah. three years ago, we were All in right. Sydney. Uh, oh, on, on Christmas Day, it was so cold. Mm. On Christmas Day mm. in Sydney, I was wearing mm. a sweater and a windbreaker. On Christmas Day mm. in Sydney, it's colder than yeah. then. It's crazy. And uh, it's crazy. I am, um, yeah. and it's supposed to be a hundred degrees. And uh, mm. Uh, mm. so, you know, and but it wasn't. It was more like um, forty degrees. And I'm not lying with wind. Mm. So, but mm. I I don't worry about that kind of thing. You just take a layered look. But yeah, I I don't really do a lot of research because I found mm. in the old days I did more research I did a lot more research but since I've been to most of these places many times I don't need a lot of research now I know mm. exactly what I'm getting into but I find that I need to be spontaneous and um, now if I only have like two days in place and that there are certain things that you must see like you go, must go to the British Museum and British Library when you go to London Mm. Um, you have to. There's so many famous things that are missing handle, and um, so yes, you say I have to go there, and you go there. But mm. you know, travel is so is fabulous. I well, yeah. I, of course, I say I recommend to everybody, and um, I do. But, but you're yeah. allowing Absolutely yourself phenomenal. to uh, to you you because you're in such an experienced traveler, Joe. You know, you are. Uh, and that's what I was saying earlier. Um, one of the lessons from from traveling is, you know, put yourself in the path of opportunity, right? Is you're yes. you're allowing yourself mm-hmm. that that, you know, on a whim, right? Just okay, yes. what I'm just going to seize the moment and go for it. Yes, and don't be afraid of change. Um, mm. My wife was such a rigid traveler. That's one reason mm. we didn't travel together. I mean, she had an itinerary at yes. 9.03 a.m. She's going to be at this museum. And um, mm-hmm. me, I said, oh, well, don't you see that museum? We'll come back another time and see it if we find something more interesting. But she didn't believe in that. But um, mm. just be prepared for change because so many things can happen that, mm. uh, you know, the weather can do it. Um, political situations can change. Um, what you want to see has burned down. And yep. um, your health. A lot of things can happen. Your health, you can get yeah. sick as a horse. I mean, mm. I've mentioned several times. I've learned over the many years ago. I drink at least one Coca-Cola with no ice every day. And the more 80th mm-hmm. world countries, my wife calls it. I drink at least two a day, and that has helped me tremendously yeah. uh, not to get mm. dysentery and all those things. And because um, yeah. you have to be careful. But uh, before I used to have immediate dysentery all the time, at least quite a bit of the time, just got used to it, but nowadays I drink my Coca-Cola and learn never to eat lettuce and stuff like that, but it's, mm-hmm. just be ready for change and don't take it personally, just say, oh, it's an opportunity to try something else. Sure. Because right. you have strife, you're plain, uh, you're, I mean, when I was in Lubumbashi in um, the Congo, one time, and I was going to be flying to Ndola and um, in Zimbabwe. No, not Zimbabwe. Where is that plane? Zambia. Uh, in Zambia. And I get out there, and the plane is commandeered by the president of the country, and here we are stuck there, and we can't fly there. 
and there's none of the only one five a week. And so as a result, I thought, <laughs> so I uh, walk out, and I walk out to the highway in front of the airport, and I start hitchhiking in the direction. Because I asked somebody, which way is uh, Zimbabwe, um, in Zambia? And he said, that way. I said, okay. Get out there, and uh, here comes a dump truck uh, filled with um, African workers. Oh, dusty back there. Mm-hmm. How horrible. And so I said, Ndola? And they say, and so I get in that truck. We go speeding on these dirt roads. It was terrifying. Dust flying everywhere. And all of a sudden they come to a screeching halt. And there's a wreck. But there's a guy from Belgium I find out in his, um, um, what was it? Rover. His rover. And um, I, he, he looks at me like, where'd you come from? And I look at him <laughs> like, where'd you come from? And uh, we start talking. And... Um, so he takes me all the way to Ndola. That's where he's going. So I ride with him all the way to Ndola through the two customs and let them border crossing. And um, so, I mean, you just be flexible and just take advantage of a change. And uh, you can have some mm. fabulous experiences, sometimes dangerous, but fabulous experiences by taking advantage of the change. Yeah, that's, that's so, so good. Like, you just... Just, just the spirit of the moment, right? You're just you, you, you're seizing yeah. the opportunity. Yeah, and many of my favorite yeah. things that have ever had. Well, I mean, I told you, uh, even going from the airport in uh, Lagos, I could have taken that air-conditioned car with the driver and guide to, directly to the hotel, but I'd have missed out on that fantastic experience with that woman and her children and watching the mm. people on the bus and going to the... Uh, Suburbs mm. of, of Lake. Well, Adrian, it's mm. been wonderful talking with you. We've been well, wow, thanks very so much. Cool to have you. Jerry, yes, like it's been really, really good. But it's uh, you know, yeah, it's a yeah, dream, yeah. dream fulfilled for me. So um, been, been <laughs> wonderful. That's great, man. That's great. Yeah, well, Adrian, then, uh, it's, yeah, it's such a pleasure. We'd love to maybe we'd love to have you on the show again. Maybe, maybe we could think of a. Another topic, man. It'd be great to have you on the show again, you know, because uh, it, it'd be because you, you, you bring it to. out. And it's, yeah, yeah, we, we could figure out. What do you think, Jerry? Yeah, we, we can. Oh, positively, because in yeah. your emails you mentioned uh, a couple of other topics that were very, very yeah. good, and um, we yeah. sort of all agreed on this one because we've never had a show even similar to this. Um, yeah. What we learn from travel and why people should travel. We've talked about a little bit mm. why, but more on um educational level, where this yeah. is more mm. personal and intimate and a self-improvement level show. Correct. Yeah. Adrian, have Correct. you li- have you listened to the North Korea show, the North Korea one that you're no, did? So, okay, no, I haven't listened to that episode. Um, that is oh, one that I definitely that have really not listened good. to. Yeah. It's a real good one, yeah. It's uh, tracking that one out. I'm just looking through. I'm just trying to think. um, I'm looking at them all. Like, you know, as I go down the list, there's so many interesting things that I've just learned. Like, even even on one of your episodes um, where you guys mentioned, like, that Atlas Obscura, um, I never knew that. Oh, yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. Like... Yeah, you know, and so I immediately went and looked that up and 
I looked at my own city and I go, there's things that I didn't even know about. <laughs> <That's cool. laughs> you know? That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Man, yeah. yeah. Is there any, yeah, anything else that you, uh, did you like the, um, you know, the information that we give and just like, and the late, like, do you like the format of, of our shows? We have guests like, you know, like, uh, like, like different tour operators, you know, that, 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 that Correct. specialize in my that favorite area, tour, My you know, favorite yeah. tour operator is the gentleman from New Zealand who, Jerry, you were right. very complimentary oh, because right. what, what one of the guys had, had, had some problem and, you know, they're very accommodating and, and getting down and down. Like, he sounded like he really knew his stuff and he was excellent. Um, yeah, that, I, yeah, I really liked him as an operator. Um, he was good. But even, right. even, um, Chris, you know, your, 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 and I use it as a simple trip, like, it's just your family trip, like, down the Rhine and things like that. Like, you know, you just, like, I don't oh, even no. think about going, I don't even think about going on a trip like that. Like, that's interesting to me because I, uh-huh. I, I learn about something completely, completely different. Um, nice, uh, nice. Okay. You know, cool. it's just, yeah, there's, there's, you know, and, and as I said, like, the reason why I found the show was because I came across Turkmenistan, which, you know, Jerry then educated me about Uzbekistan and that, you know, I didn't even kind of, wasn't even looking at that because I was looking to go to Turkmenistan and then uh, fly across and go to Georgia. Um, but now, like, I wouldn't do that. I would go definitely and visit Uzbekistan and that led me to research more about the Silk Road and all of this kind of thing. So it just, one thing leads nice. to another. Right. Uh, you know, That's great. So yeah, it good kind of... Yeah, like you learn Someone a little bit, and then you learn more. Yeah, nice. Okay, that's great. And I'm keen to always learn more. So you know, that's why speaking yeah. to you guys who are you know have been doing it for so long, like I feel you know richer and 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 better for doing it. So I'm thrilled to to, to be part of it, and and more than delighted to to come and come back anytime you guys want. That's well, awesome. thank you very much. Awesome. It's been our yeah. pleasure. We really do appreciate your comments. And we must uh, mention that you're calling from Australia. Melbourne, yeah. Australia. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. So, it's a city renowned for the um, four seasons in one day. And the Yarra River is, I always call it the upside down river. I think it's bluer <laughs> at the bottom and browner at the top. Yeah, correct. <laughs> correct. That's awesome. Correct. Yeah, I got to visit someday. I like to visit. I, I heard you're having you got Queen and uh, Elton John in town this week or something. Yeah. Correct. Yep, I'll be going to those concerts. That's great. Uh, so I'm definitely oh, looking enjoy. forward to that. Do, 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 yeah. do, do you have a next trip planned, Adrian? Do you have a a travel plan uh, soon so, or, or anything? Or? Uh, the, the next trip, I'm about to start to work with a new employer. So the way, I guess it's similar to the okay. U.S. where you've probably got to do about 12 months before you get your annual leave. Um, and my next right. trip, and I'll right. definitely be um, hitting up Jerry for this and researching, uh-huh. but I definitely want to do Central Asia. Like, um that, that you know why you know another reason why the, the show resonated with me so much is because like you know Jerry's saying like you know he's an adventure guy like he wants to do things different places like that really resonated with me because that's what I like to do you know I, I think anyone can just go to 
to France. You know, anyone in the Western world can can go right. and go to Europe or go to the States. Like, that, there, there's no yeah. skill in that, um, you know. But right. going to these other places, you really, you know, you just see so much, you learn so much, um, and you've got such a good story to tell. I mean, as, as I said earlier, you like the story, so why not make it a bestseller? Like, you know, uh, and I strongly believe that. Now, where are you going awesome. in the state? Are you coming anywhere near Utah? Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, when am I flying to the States, we're saying? Oh, you said you're oh, yeah. changing no, you, you said, Central Asia. No, you said you're going there. Central Asia. Central, oh, yeah, Central Asia. Right. Oh, Central Asia. Yeah, yeah. So yes. no, not the States. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah, no, 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 you're like right. Central no. Asia. Each one of the yeah, stand countries is so different. So different, mm. yeah. And, uh, mm. It is mm. well worth visiting. I, I want to go to. Uh, I, I want to go to. That's on my high list too of one of my uh, uh, places. Because Jerry, that's all he talks about, <laughs> right? Jerry, that's a. You, you love Central Asia. That's one of your favorite places in the world. Yeah, like that area. Yeah, Uzbekistan. Yeah, Jerry's big, uh, big rap. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's fabulous. Um, I recommend mm. that I have that com- the company called Travel Advice, and um, mm. we, there's uh, four women that travel together, and uh, they've mm. been my client for quite a lot, long time, and I have been mm-hmm. recommending Uzbekistan, and that for years mm. they said, oh no, no, never, 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 and they'll go to Namibia and they'll go to different places that are mm. pretty a little bit remote, but finally I yep. said, you, yep. you you either go or I'm going to get mad. And if you don't like it, I'll reimburse you. <laughs> Are you ready for yeah, this? Okay, correct. They came back from about 14 days in Uzbekistan and came back mm-hmm. and called me literally from the airport. They had my home phone. Mm-hmm. Called me from the airport and said, that's the best trip we have ever had in our life. Thank you. Fantastic. That is so good to And they've been all so over the world. You. I mean, from Antarctica to the Arctic. And... Um, that's Fantastic. the best trip we've ever had. Now I'm trying to get them to go to Iran, and two of them will not go because they're afraid they'll get killed or something. And, um, ah, yeah. I'll get them there one of these days. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. Well, I really yeah. appreciate your time, you know, gentlemen. It's yeah, you know, I appreciate nine yours. o'clock, it's getting late right. for you guys. Um, but this has been right. fantastic. Right. Yeah, 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 Adrian. Yeah, and I'll I'll work on the show in the next week or two, and, and I'll send you the show, and we'll, and we'll put it up on the site, and uh, it'll be great that you can no have that for, you know, yeah. I'll be sharing it with my friends, and uh, yeah, 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 for yeah. sure. That'd be great. That'd be great, man. But yeah, thanks again, man. You've really made our. Um, we're hoping to start doing the shows again more. We, we kind of took a little hiatus the last year or so. We, we've been doing different things and stuff, but I think uh, you kind of rejuvenated uh, uh, me and probably Jerry, too. Yeah, you kind of got us excited about why this is important for people to know this, this information. I, you know what I mean? Um, so Absolutely. Yeah. Keep pushing, guys. Keep pushing. Like, it's, uh, it's you know, Thank it's you. important to, to you. share your story and, and, and get it out there um, to the audience around yeah. the world because you never know, you know, who's going to benefit from it. Yeah. Yeah, it feels great, man, hearing it from you, man. I really appreciate it. You know, so. Yeah. yeah. No trouble Thanks at all. Again. Okay. And you have yeah. a no great worries. evening. Right.
The great Tuesday. Fantastic. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, Fantastic. You're, you're Tuesday afternoon right now, right? Yeah, yeah. Correct. Yeah, right. well, is Tuesday Fantastic. pretty good so far? Is it a good day so far? I, we, we'll know yeah, if it's going to be good. It's been, uh, look, it's always, the sun's always shining somewhere, gentlemen. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's yeah. right. <laughs> all right. Okay, well, thanks again. Yeah. No, it's a little. Okay. Have a good one. All right. Yes. Okay, yeah. speak to you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.